You're listening to WING. I'm Ignatius Hummingbird, your host for this brand new series, The Flaming Phoenix Theater Series. Tonight we have a real treat for you. Local flamingo, Bingo Flamingo, who has caused quite a stir recently by his outlandish tales of his past, present, and plans for his future over the airwaves, has now come up with his one bird show, titled, And Bingo Is His Name, Oh! Join us tonight as Bingo, who purchased a chunk of airtime to do his own show, and because we couldn't get anyone else, tales his tall tales of his years as a young hatchling to now. We now take you live to the Flaming Phoenix Theater downtown, where Bingo's performance is about to begin. And now, chicks and fowl, please take your seats. Put your wings together for Bingo Flamingo in his one bird show. And Bingo was his name. Oh! Hello, everybody! Oh, look at all of you! Oh, my goodness! Thank you for being here! Thank you! Bless you! Bless you! Oh, oh my goodness! You sneezed! Bless you! We're going to have a jolly good time this evening, aren't we? Ah, uh, well, <clears throat> greetings, everyone, and the theater community. Welcome to the Flaming Phoenix Theater. I'm Bingo Flamingo, and tonight I will be doing my one bird show based off of my life, my tragic ups and downs, and of course, it's all about how I got to meet my beloved Fickle Flamingo who is sitting in the front row tonight. Everyone, give Fickle a round of applause. Flap those wings together. Thank you. Yes, yes. Oh, Fickle. <laughs> Don't worry. You, you show up later in the show. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. So let us begin. Chapter one. The hatching. I was arriving into this world from my wee egg. It took a whopping 42 hours to hatch. I just, you know, didn't want to rough up my beak by trying to Get out of the egg, you know. <laughs> it was my big debut day. I was coming out to the world, and I wanted everyone to see me standing on my own two legs. But I wanted it to be a grand entrance, you know. That's the type of bird I am. Grand entrance, always, always. I have to make my mark. And that was what I was trying to do. But of course... <laughs> Like every wee little hatchling, I just popped right out of there and fell flat on my face in a whole big pile of flamingo feces. <laughs> disgusting, disgusting, quite disgusting. What a way to start, right? Anyway, <clears throat> I was adorable. I was very adorable. All of my photos are just, they're gleaming with, they're oozing, just beaming with cuteness. You you can't help but just want to pinch me. And it still holds true today. Am I right? Am I right? <laughs> Fickle. <laughs> but anyway, I was adorable. And I knew I got that from my mother, Evie, and my father, Diego. May they rest in peace. Really, I mean, I put them in a nursing home. They're fine. I just, I want them to rest peacefully. I was born and brought into this world named Bingo Nacius Bruno Hans Julio Han Omar Flamingo. But they just called me Bingo. 
And then I realized, it just wasn't going to be me and the folks. No, I had brothers and sisters. Brothers and sisters, right? I had sisters Rosa, Sophia, Gina, Eliza, Lucille, and Eunice. Then, of course, I had to share the room with Alexander, Maverick, Oscar, Miguel, Richard, Percy, and of course, last but not least, Larry. Good Lord, Larry. <laughs> he was the runt of the group. Now, we grew up in Peru, in South America, and I loved it there. I absolutely loved it. We were right by the rainforest. It was just fantastic. We lived off the land, you know. It was, just, it was a great time. Which leads me to chapter two, discovering my flamboyance. Yeah, I bet you discovered your flamboyance. <laughs> a flamboyance is a flock of flamingos, you jerk. <clears throat> anyway, happens a lot, you know. Flamboyance is a flock of flamingos, as I just explained to this stupid gentleman in the back row. The flamboyance, uh, we, we grow together as a, as a flock, as a group, and we learn to rely on one another. But I started to slowly realize how different I was from the rest of the flamboyance. My, my feathers had not fully grown in, and they were not pink like the rest of them. Now, usually for a flamingo, it takes about two to three years for them to become fully pink, and especially with our diet and what we eat. Unfortunately, mine was not working out that way. I uh, had the constant teasing, and it was torturing. On the outside, I laughed it all off and thought it was nothing. But on the inside, I was shying away from any interaction with the others. I was always being talked over or forgotten, and it just became very difficult to feel as I could be myself, I could be me. Chapter three, life in Peru. Now we lived on Rainforest Boulevard and it was a good time, but I realized that being there wasn't where I wanted to be. I, for a time I had ostrich tendencies, which meant I would shove my head into the ground and hide from the others. That didn't help with them picking on me, let me tell you. <laughs> so I loved Peru, I loved my family and so forth, but I wanted more. I wanted more, and outside of Peru was Brazil. I'd heard about Brazil from other, other animals in the rainforest. Father and mother had always told me growing up not to fly above the trees of the rainforest, for it is not safe, it's very dangerous, and I could get lost and so forth. But being a stupid teen, what did I do? I flew over the trees. So, I fly over the trees thinking I'm going to find Brazil, no problem, right? <laughs> well, I felt nauseous and I felt sick. I think it was the guilt, right? No, no. That moment in time is when I discovered that Bingo Flamingo <laughs> has vertigo and it was not pretty. <laughs> Chapter four, leaving the nest. Because of my vertigo, I became sick and blacked out. I'd crash-landed into the bed of a pickup truck. It was being hauled away. I didn't know where. I was nervous. I was worried. How would I ever hear from my family again? I tried to get out of the truck, but it was too hard because I was still so sick from the vertigo. And at the time, I didn't know what Vertigo was. I just thought it was a bad U2 song, so... <laughs> Bless you, Bono. But anyway, that's a human thing, you know. <laughs> and in the back of my head, I could hear this little song. 
just letting me say, stay in Peru. And I knew I wanted to. Live in Peru, yes, it's for you. And don't you be crude, you're acting crude. All the wonders of the rainforest will make you stay. Live in Peru. Thank you, thank you, <laughs> thank you. Now, now that song rang through my head, and I knew I had to go back to Peru. I knew I had to stay there because there was more for me than I even imagined in the rainforest. Something that could really get me going. Something that could really pip my pip. <laughs> and so, Bingo Flamingo opened his very own, I'm talking to third person by the way, <laughs> opened his very own nightclub. The Flamingo Flamingo Nightclub. All of the flamingos were welcome. The whole flamboyance was welcome. And right then and there, I grabbed my glowworm sticks and shook my little tail feather all around town. It was the cream of the crop, the place to be. Finally, I found my place in the world. Everyone knew who I was, and I knew how to get naughty. <clears throat> Here comes the part of the show with interpretive dance. Fickle, I'm gonna need you on stage for this one. Come on up, Fickle. Just, just throw Fickle up. Thank you. Here's one. Shake my leg, shake my leg. Twist my neck, twist my neck. I'm twisting, you see it? Glow stick, worm. Here comes the pot, everyone. Get ready for black light. Here we go. and I'm not a big baby. At this point in time, after opening my own nightclub, I knew that things were looking up for me. Things were getting better. It was an emotional time because I was really looking forward to possibly trying my wing at, well, another location for another nightclub. You see, other flamingos found out about the Peru nightclub and said I could expand to this magical, mythical place called Miami, Florida. And I knew that's where I needed to be. I'd grown up enough where I could swim on my own, fly on my own, and gosh darn it, my feathers were as pink as ever. So, my father and mother allowed me to fly above the trees on my own and journey off to Miami, Florida. As I left them, I looked at them and I just knew that it was going to be a rough transition. So I packed my things and 
said my goodbyes, never knowing if I'd ever see them again. I promised I'd send them a bird call. And right then and there, I knew I was ready, but I was so sad. Oh, 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 mm, swallowed a bug. Mm. Can we close the door, please? Thank you. Mm. Nasty little mosquito. Anyway, where was I? I was being sad. Yes. I knew right then and there I had to say goodbye to mother and father, and I did. And now I will reenact those goodbyes, playing all the parts, of course. <laughs> goodbye, mother. Goodbye, father. Goodbye, Rosa, Sophia, Gina, Eliza, Lucio, Eunice, Alexander, Maverick, Oscar, Miguel, Richard, Percy, and Larry. <laughs> I'm on my way. Goodbye, son. You were my favorite son. Hey, what about me? I'm Larry. I'm mad. No, Larry, you stupid little thing. And see. Chapter 6, Miami, baby! That's right, how does a flamingo with vertigo fly from Peru to Miami? Sounds like a bad joke, but it's not. Let me tell you, I uh, got my way onto this little airline flying out of Peru. Uh, made a friend in the little uh, cargo department, and uh, let's just say I'm not proud of what happened. I, I, I was able to talk this little chihuahua out of his little... Uh, carrier thing, whatever that's called, with a cage. You know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's got the cage on the front. Yes. <laughs> um, the point is, I was able to get into that, and uh, the chihuahua, I don't know what happened to it, but let's just say I got the better end of the deal, because that chihuahua was just shaking the whole time. He, he looked terrified, uh, so I'm, I'm sure something was wrong. Anyway, we get to Miami, baby! And it was fantastic. It was just hot tamales. It was just fantastic. I loved everything about it. The sun, the beach, the weird looking humans in two pieces. But <laughs> I will say that I knew I was going to meet up with other flamingos who I had contacted about opening my new flamingo flamingo nightclub. <laughs> now I made some deals to open the nightclub, and I was so excited. But one night I was strolling through Miami, and well, there they were. Pat. Oh, Pat. Hmm. Fickle, I'm sorry, this might be a little awkward for you, but I met, I met someone in Miami. The name, Pat. The lawn gnome. Oh, just the cutest little thing you've ever seen. You know, just I knew right then and there was true love. But Pat would grow to strain my work relationships and my dreams. Pat, who was from China, how do I know that? Well, it was on Pat's little derriere, made in China, of course, so. I knew that Pat's roots were very important, so I tried to uh, be, be accustomed to that and be, be very appreciative and, and honor those traditions from China. But Pat didn't seem to care. 
had just sat there and, and said nothing most of the time. I don't know what it was. It was the twinkle in their eye, just that the little blue nose, and just, just the cute little outfits that all these little gnomes wear. And, and I mean that in a good way. I'm not, I'm not slandering little gnomes, okay? All gnomes are beautiful, all of them. But got to a point where Pat was taking up so much of my time that I lost track of finding a new flamboyance to join and starting my nightclub in Miami, Florida, but it just got the best of me. So late one night, Pat and I had a fight, a big fight. So Pat, being Pat, <laughs> oh Pat, Pat decided that it would be best if we gave each other some space. And so I did. I agreed to Pat's wishes and gave Pat some space. The next chapter of this story is a little gruesome. So please, be ready. Chapter seven, Death of a Lawn Gnome. Pat and I had separated just for a time to rethink our relationship. Pat knew that I wanted to start my own nightclub, but Pat wasn't crazy about it because I think what it was is that Pat was worried that I would be out all the time working and busy and meeting others, that I would lose time for my little unknown. <laughs> Since we were separated, we of course were not seeing each other. And I decided that maybe it was time to buckle down and try to get this dream started. Well, guess what? A hurricane came through and don't you know, blew it all to crap. Sorry for my language. The hurricane had destroyed the town. It was just a mess. I knew at that point that there was no chance really to really get started at a nightclub when other things had more importance to it. So, being the worrywart that I am, I worried about Pat and where Pat could have been during the hurricane. I then found out from, from Pat's mother that Pat had been caught in that hurricane and Pat's little ceramic head had been busted on cement. It was a hard time for me. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to say. I never got my goodbye. I never got my I love yous again. It all happened so fast in a literal whirlwind of a turn and twist. My life was upside down. I wasn't eating. I wasn't sleeping. Chapter 8 the burial of my lawn gnome. We buried Pat at sea. Me and Pat's other family members took a little rowboat out and, well, <laughs> tossed little Pat to the sea. Pat loved sailing. Sometimes Pat would hold a little, little fishing pole with a little fish on it. It was just so cute. <laughs> I knew right then and there, though, nothing else was there for me in Miami. It was a hard time. It was very eye-opening for me, that's for sure. But I trailed on. 
I knew that I had to move on in life, but I didn't know what I was doing, what I was going after. And then it hit me. My flamboyances. I must join more flamboyance of some sort and, and find a new family. I couldn't go back to my other family in Peru. I didn't want to show them that I had failed and that I'd let once again something distract me, cause me to lose focus. Something that is very common for me. Oh, look, chips. Are these the maggot munch? Oh, sorry, yes. Before I continue, uh, this broadcast is brought to you by Maggot Munch, the crunch and munch of those oh-so-tasty maggots. Delicious. But watch out, they will leave you gassy. Is that what that says? Hold up the gucon a little higher. And yeah, they'll leave you gassy, what? <laughs> Front row, get ready. <laughs> What chapter am I on? Look, I'm losing focus here, guys. I, I, point is, look, the rest of the story, I, I haven't really nailed down the rest of it. I know you all paid tickets to come and listen to this. Hold on. Ooh. Hmm. But the thing is, is the point is, look, I, I joined another flamboyance, got into some really bad stuff, ended up getting into this flamboyance of flamingos who were not very nice to me. Flew me up north to Connecticut, where I am now. Ended up on Jaybird Street, crash landed there the other day. Well, a couple, couple of months ago. And, uh, well, okay, I'm, I'm not trying to fly by your part, Fickle, but everyone gets the gist. Lawn ornaments are my thing, all right? There we go. I've said it. There, I put it out there for the world to know, all right? Oh, I'm just exhausted from talking so much. It, it, it's just a lot. I didn't realize how ridiculous things are when you when you talk it out like this it, it's just mm. yeah can I have more uh, thank you mm, yes anybody else want any I can pack uh, we have enough for everyone no okay you you can just watch me eat if you like is there a problem if I, I, I if I'm boring you just it's not that I'm personally Trying to oh, hold on. Hello? Yes. Oh, of course, I'll be right over. I, I, I'm, in, I'm in the middle of this one bird play. It's kind of falling apart, and I'm bored of it now. Mm hmm. Okay, me and Vic will be right over. All right, thanks. All right, I'm done. I'm leaving. Have a good night, everyone. You've been a great laugh track. Thank you. Good night. Can we turn this off? I know we've had an the hour allotted was fine, but I just, I can't. All right, well, come on, baby, let's go. Oh, <laughs> you plastic little thing, you crazy. Woo, yeah, woo.